bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacy. Living Word with Pastor Mansa Otoku. And now, today's word. Now, normally when Christmas is coming, we, we get all excited about uh, what to do. Um, when things are hard economically, we try to pretend it's not coming. And uh, because we don't want to make too much preparations, but I, you know, we put up lights and do some shopping and, and get some things for the kids. Uh, if you're an adult, uh, you don't get anything for yourself. Uh, you just live it through and, and wait for the next year. But uh, uh, there's so much activity. Uh, you can check the traffic in Accra is just uh, getting impossible. We just want Christmas to pass for the traffic to ease. Uh, but in the midst of all the things we do uh, at Christmas, it's always important to realize that Christmas is supernatural. There is something supernatural that happens at Christmas. It happened on the first Christmas, and I believe still happens uh, anytime we commemorate the birth of Jesus Christ. So I've titled my message today, A Supernatural Christmas. A Supernatural Christmas. That is my prayer for each one of us today, that God will give each one of us a supernatural Christmas. May God give you a supernatural Christmas. So I'm going to start with Galatians chapter 4 verses uh, 4 and 5. It's not a Christmas narrative, but it, it gives us a context to understand what happened on Christmas. Galatians chapter 4 verses 4 and 5. But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. Christmas is about divine timing and divine interventions. We see God synchronizing his eternal plan with life here on earth. God lives in eternity without time, but we live in time and God had to work eternity into time in the Christmas stories. And so we see in the Christmas stories of the Bible, in the gospel of Matthew and the gospel of Luke, which are the two Gospels that talk about the birth of Jesus Christ. Uh, there's so much activity, there's angelic presence, there's so much happening during the Christmas period or the birth of Jesus Christ. And Galatians puts it rightly, when the fullness of the time had come. There is divine timing, divine Intervention. So I'm going to talk about three main things today and hopefully uh, we'll have a few more minutes to pray before I end. The first one is that Christmas is about supernatural movements. Supernatural movements. The Christmas story shows us how God is able to position us in the place he wants us to be. Even when we think God has forgotten about us he thinks about us and he positions two important groups of people in his will 
The first one is Joseph. God had to position Joseph and his family in his will. And how did God do it? He used a government decree to move Joseph. A decree from Augustus Caesar, emperor of Rome, was enacted. And that decree stipulated that people had to be registered for a census. The decree came at the wrong time in Mary's pregnancy. It was very inconvenient. It didn't seem suitable. But Joseph had to obey because he was under the Roman government. And yet that inconvenient instruction led to the fulfillment of an ancient prophecy. The Messiah had to be born in Bethlehem, Ephrata, the city of David. Joseph was a resident of Nazareth. He had no intention to go to his hometown to deliver his baby or the baby Jesus. But God moved them by using an unlikely means, a government decree. So sometimes God uses unlikely scenarios to bring us to where we must be. And there may be things going on in your life that are changing your timetable, changing your schedule, changing your timing. Maybe you're used to doing something in a certain way and it looks like your life is being disrupted. Wait a minute. Could it be that God is using these events to move you from one place to the other so you can be in his perfect will? Don't be too angry about changes of location and changes and movements in your life. Because for all you know, it could be the hand of God in the fullness of time bringing you to the place that he wants you to be. Supernatural movements. The second story about supernatural movement happened on another part of the world. The people we call the wise men. They had to move from the east They didn't plan to move. And how did God do it? God used an unusual star to move them. They saw something so compelling in the sky that they had to leave their homes in search of Jesus. And it was important that they move because Jesus Christ did not only come for the Jews. By they moving from where they were to where Jesus was, God is saying... This Jesus is born, he's king of the Jews, he's also king of the nations of the world. He's the Messiah for all people. And these two incidents tell us that Christmas is about supernatural movement. For the wise men, for two years, they had to trek from where they were to where Jesus was. Two years through desert, through mountains, through valleys, moving, not knowing where they were going to arrive. They were just following a star. The question has always been asked, what was the star? Was it a normal star in the sky? Was it an astrological sign? I believe 
and although it's not stated clearly in the passage, I believe that that star was an angel. I believe the star was an angel. Why do I believe so? Because the star could move. Stars don't move. Not only could the star move, it could stop. Not only could it stop, it could appear and disappear. That would not be a normal star in the sky. This is something else happening in the sky. These people were used to reading the stars. They saw something that they couldn't understand and started following it. But what they saw, I believe, was an angel of God bearing the light of God and leading them by the light of God. And the reason, second reason why I believe so is because if you look at the Christmas story, every major player in the Christmas story saw an angel. Zacharias saw an angel. Mary saw an angel. Joseph saw an angel. The shepherds saw angels. The wise men are the only ones who didn't see an angel. And that's why I believe they saw an angel. And that angel was the star in the sky directing them to the infant king. It was not astrology. It was God pointing them, but they couldn't interpret the sign that God gave them. They thought they had seen a star. And this star kept going and going and going and leading them till it arrived to the right location. I know of no star anywhere in the world. No planetary system that moves from place to place and directs people to a specific location. This was an angelic direction. And these movements were both by God. One, a government decree. One, an angelic visitation. Both God using them to provide movement and direction for people. And this Christmas season, may you have a supernatural manifestation, movement, intervention in your life. May God place you where he wants you to be. So the first is supernatural movement. The second, the Christmas story, is also about supernatural pregnancies. Two different women, under two very different conditions, got pregnant. Supernatural pregnancies. And I believe today God can and will bless someone with a child. Before the year ends, somebody will have a miracle baby. I said before the year ends, somebody will receive, a couple will receive a miracle baby from the hand of the Lord. Because supernatural pregnancies took place. At Christmas. The first was Elizabeth. She was a barren woman whom God enabled to conceive in her old age. She had tried and failed many times. And when she thought it was all over, God surprised her. May the Lord surprise someone who thinks it's all over. May the Lord surprise someone who has been told it's all over. It may not just be a pregnancy, but it may be something you've tried and tried and tried and tried and failed and failed and failed and failed. 
But there comes a moment in your life when God makes an angelic intrusion into your life with an announcement that changes your life. That's what happened to Elizabeth's husband, Zacharias. God enabled an older woman considered barren by her people to become pregnant, to conceive. That's a supernatural pregnancy. But it was supernatural with God using human beings, Zacharias and Elizabeth. So the natural process is aided by God and the natural process produces a supernatural result. So sometimes you can be doing what you naturally do, normally do, what everybody does and what you've been doing for a long time without results. And one day you do the same thing and instantly there is a breakthrough. May God give you that. Because you know, you wake up in the morning, you go out, you work, you chase contracts, you chase projects, you do all kinds of things, you visit people, you talk to people, you try to work your way through, and you come back home, no results. Then you get up in the morning, Tuesday, and do the same thing, and do that Wednesday, and do that Thursday, do that Friday, and then you wake up uh, the next week and do it, and you do it the next month, and the next month, and the next month, and the next month, and then one Thursday, you just do the same thing. And instantly, everything that didn't work yesterday, last month, last year, begins to happen. That is what happened to Elizabeth and Zacharias. It was a supernatural pregnancy. May God give you a supernatural miracle in your life. The second pregnancy is about Mary. She's on the opposite side. She's a virgin. She knows no man. Elizabeth knows a man. Mary knows no man. And God enabled her to conceive without a man. An experienced woman with no results. An inexperienced woman who has never made an attempt. Both receive a miracle. Of course, Mary is the only one who would receive a virgin birth. No woman would ever have a virgin birth like Mary had. That is only a once in history miracle. But the lesson we can learn is that God's power is able to touch the old and barren and the young and virgin. That God is able to touch the experience and the inexperience. That God is able to reach out to the farthest east and the farthest west. And both give them the same thing. A miracle of a baby. And today I just want to believe God that by this declaration, God is reaching out to somebody and giving you what you have tried and tried and tried and tried but failed to get. And may you receive it today in the name of Jesus. From Elizabeth and Mary, we see two supernatural pregnancies. From Joseph and the wise man, we see two supernatural movements to align people. To the will of God. 
The Christmas is a supernatural time. The last thing I want us to consider has to do with supernatural messages. So there are supernatural movements, there are supernatural pregnancies, and supernatural messages coming to people. And I believe that the same God who spoke then is speaking now. Because his word is not void of power. The first one to receive a supernatural message surrounding the birth of Jesus was Zacharias. In Luke chapter 1 verses 13 and 14. The angel said to him, do not be afraid Zacharias for your prayer is heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son. What is the message? Do not be afraid. Your prayer is heard. I believe those words to Zacharias are still relevant for us today. The Lord is telling someone, don't be afraid. Your prayer is heard. He sent an angel to tell this man, don't be afraid. Your prayer is heard. Remember, this was not the first time he's been praying. He's been praying for a very long time. But this one moment, God says, it's okay. It's registered. You've been praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. I came this morning to tell you, don't be afraid. Your prayer is heard. That is the first supernatural message of Christmas. The second one was to Mary's supernatural message. The message said, rejoice, you have found favor with God. Luke chapter 1, 28 to 30. The angel said to her, rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Oh, I love that. You have found favor with God. The Lord is saying those same words to somebody right now. You have found favor with God. You have found favor with God. That means you are on God's good side. That God has turned his eyes on you. That God is turning his focus on you. You have found favor with God. May you find favor with God. May the Lord favor you between now and 31st December. May you receive favor for fruitfulness from the Lord. May the Lord cause the barren to become fruitful in the name of Jesus. What did not happen from January till now, may it happen from now to the end of December. Because that which is considered barren will be made fruitful in a short time. Do not be afraid. Your prayer is heard. And rejoice. You've been favored by God. God has selected you. God has picked you out. God has set you apart. God will show you mercy. God will show you kindness. God will elevate you. God will promote you. God will do good to you. Rejoice for you have found favor with God. The third supernatural message is to Joseph, a strange one. 
And God says to Joseph, do not be afraid to take your wife. Matthew chapter 1, 20, 21. Don't be afraid. Why did God say don't be afraid to take your wife? Because Joseph is confounded by the miracle of Mary. That he's about to reject the miracle. And God says, no, Joseph, this is not a curse. This is a miracle. You know, there are certain times that something happens in your life and you think this is trouble and God says it's a breakthrough. You look at it and you say, oh, this thing is going to destroy me and God says this is going to lift you up. Don't be afraid to accept what I'm bringing into your life. Don't be afraid to accept what God is doing in your life. It may scare you, but don't be afraid of it. It may not be familiar, but don't be afraid of it. And God says to Joseph, you have never seen anything like this before, but it's me. You've never experienced anything like this before, but it's me. You know, sometimes God can bless you so much that you'll be scared. You'll be scared. It's, it's like you just walking your walk, maybe just getting to your home and you see a box full of gold. Yeah, somebody say, hey. That's why the angel says, don't be afraid. Because what you thought was impossible, when it happens, your heart beats. You get scared. Hey, am I safe? And God is telling Joseph, don't be afraid. I opened that door. Don't be afraid. I gave that opportunity. Don't be afraid. I made that person call you. Don't be afraid. I put that pot of gold your way. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Because what is conceived of her is of the Holy Spirit. May the Lord give you a miracle that will cause fear to come into your heart. A miracle that will make you jump. A miracle that will make you leap. A miracle that will make you scream. A miracle that will make you roll on the floor. A miracle that will make you turn and say, is it me? Yes, sir. It is you. Yes, ma'am. It is you. Because God says, don't be afraid to take it. It is from me. And the final message of Christmas, supernatural message, was to the shepherds. The shepherds, poor shepherds. Luke chapter 2 verse 10 and 11. Do not be afraid. I bring you good tidings of great joy. Oh, I love that. Don't be afraid. It's good news. Great joy. I bring you good tidings of great joy. May God bring you a message this season. From now to December, good tidings of great joy. I said good tidings of great joy. May the Lord give you good tidings of great joy. Good news, good news, good news, good news, good news, good news, good news. Somebody say, I receive good tidings of great joy. 
Some of you have received bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news. But you have entered a season of Christmas. And there is good tidings of great joy. I want you to begin to talk to the Lord and say, Lord, I need some good news at this time in my life. I need some good news at this time in my life. Begin to talk to the Lord, pray to the Lord. And say, Lord, I'm ready for some good news. I'm ready, Lord, for my story to change. I'm ready to hear your favor, your breakthrough happening in my life. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak over the lives of your people. That where there has been bad news, where there has been disappointment and heartaches, where there has been distraught and destruction, on this day and in this season, May you speak a word to your children that will cause their hearts to leap for joy. May you speak a word to your children that will cause them to rise up to a new level. For everyone who has been saddened, may the Lord give you good news. For everyone who has been barren, may the Lord cause you to be fruitful. For everyone who has lost their way, may the Lord bring you into alignment with his timing and his purposes. May God move you to the right place. May God bring the right people your way in the name of Jesus. This Christmas season, let the supernatural break forth in your life. From today, through to Monday, through to Christmas Day. And the days after Christmas, unto the new year, before crossover, let it be good news. Let it be the barren conceiving. In the name of Jesus, let it be a divine movement. May God align you. May God position you. May God cause you to be surprised by a miracle. May God cause you to receive what you are afraid of. And cause you to receive the good thing you are afraid of. The good thing you are afraid of. The good thing that you think, ah, it can't happen. May it happen to you. Your story will change. Your story will be different. Favor is yours. And blessing has entered your house. In the name of Jesus. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas. It's not sad Christmas. It's a happy Christmas. It's a merry Christmas. It's a rejoicing Christmas. It is joy to the world. It is the favor of God. The Lord has favored you. The Lord has spotted you. Your prayer is heard. And God's eye is upon you. In Jesus name. Somebody say I receive that. In Jesus name. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebi, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebi. Email otebi at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.